Sometimes we think that making disciples is best accomplished on a large scale, perhaps in a class at church or similar. While God can certainly use those settings to help us grow, there is also a critical need for individual, one-on-one contact and encouragement when it comes to making disciples. Hi, I'm David Dennis with the Kansas Communities Ministry. I'm so glad you've joined us for this final session with Mr. Bill Mowry, Senior Navigator Staff and author of the tremendous resource, Ways of the Alongsider. You know, if you've missed any of the previous four sessions with Bill, I urge you to go back and listen to the prior podcasts. They are very helpful. Today we continue from our prior conversation about how Bill was able to encourage the physician he was working with by adapting a specific means using a laptop to help him in his spiritual growth and how that is an example of an individualized approach. Which I assume is another illustration of why it's important to have these individual relationships. You can't apply that in a Sunday school class. I mean, you could talk about some options, but to really individualize it, you have to know that person and where they're coming from. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that, and that's, and this is really key too, an affirmation, because when I'm meeting with you one to one, or I'm meeting one to two, one to three with these individuals, and they're telling me what God's doing in their life, mm-hmm. and I can see things happening in their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, like one man I'm, I'm uh, working with now is uh, involved in the uh, the trucking industry, and it's been amazing how I've seen him grow because of, you know. Right now, with the whole pandemic stuff, how do you how do you manage? This is a vital industry. How do I manage this? And he has grown in faith through this. But because I know him, and we're in contact with one another, you know, we can talk about these things, and I can observe, and I can affirm in some honest ways that I could never do from a podium, and I can do it one to one, and one to two, one to three. So that's another example of yeah. the importance of relationships. Yeah. Great, great. You alluded previously to the idea of selection, and you indicated two things, um, I think, faithfulness and um, some interest in spirituality and growing. In your your book, you have a five-point acronym, F-A-I-T-H. You want to elaborate on those five points of selecting someone to invest your life in? Yes. Well, actually, since I've written it, I'd probably just just summarize it down to the two. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, you know, it, yeah, you know, I try to, as I get older, I try to keep making things simpler yeah, <laughs> rather yeah. than more complex. Yeah. So two things are easier to memorize than, than five. That's fair, and, yeah. Uh, and That's so, nice. yeah, to be honest, I, I think I'm just, you know, who are the folks that show up? You know, mm-hmm. they're just kind of available. Sure. And then who's got a heart to grow? And uh, and that just, and you can you can spot that in people, whether they're an introvert or an extrovert. They're expressing things about God and about their love for Him, about little steps of faith they're taking and little steps of obedience. And so I just want to be in conversation, relationship with people at a certain level where I can hear those kind of conversations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've kind of boiled it down. Okay. <laughs> too. And so, That's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I think I can remember those. Um, the website is alongsider.com, alongsider, yeah. all one word, of course, dot com. Uh, whoever designed it, please tell them they did a fantastic job. It's beautiful. It's clear. A lot of good resources. I noticed there was a, a training video on each chapter, I believe. Just yes. Very short, uh-huh. you know, three to five minutes, six minutes, something like that. Gives us encouragement. So I uh, would encourage people to, to check that out. I want to ask, um, 
on this book, Ways of the Alongsider, how would you see it fitting into a discipleship, I don't want to say program, but relationship? Yeah. Because, you know, you don't want to throw it on somebody right after they've yes. become yes. a Christian. And where in the process would you use this? Yes, good question. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like there are books written uh, for children to know and to grow up in that helps them grow. And then there's books on parenting that helps parents figure out how do you help children. And so in a sense, this is a parenting book, you might say. Mm. This, is a, this is a book that's designed to help, you know, people become spiritual parents of somebody else. And we phrase it in the idea of an alongsider. And, uh, but it really is for somebody that, hey, I, I've kind of got the, it's like if you go back to that wheel illustration, got the wheel rolling in my life, and now how do I pass it on to somebody else? Mm. And so the ways the alongsider is trying to identify what are some of these ways, these qualities of life that we need to have that helps us to pass on our faith to somebody else. Yeah, good. And, and But I've also used it because, you know, like anything else, people get involved in it, and you realize either sometimes people are further along spiritually than you thought, and other people, hey, you know, they're, maybe they're not as mature in Christ as I thought they were. So I've ended up kind of discipling some people through the book as well because mm. we we touch on basic things like, again, your time alone with God. We touch on your prayer life. We talk about relationships, how you're doing a building relationships. We talk about the importance of Scripture mm. in a person's life. We talk about living on mission, you know, of uh, evangelism. And so, again, all those things, it's, it's kind of like the— uh, it's like a, a wheel magnified three times yeah. in yeah. one sense. You know, you right. can look at the, I, you know, I hadn't designed it that way, but it kind of emerged as kind of like this wheel magnified three times mm. uh, in a book for kind of like a spiritual parenting book. Yeah, yeah, it's extremely, extremely helpful. Um, what would you say to the the busy pastor who is, uh, boy, I'd, I'd really like to get my people involved in uh, in a disciple. Um, yeah. Uh, being disciples, <laughs> growing disciples. Yeah. B, I would like to get them inspired to make disciples. What would you say to that person uh, in, as uh, a way of encouragement? Yes. Well, I, I do this a lot, by the way. So here's what I would say. <laughs> I said, Pastor, are you willing to devote, are you willing to tithe your time to disciple some men? 10% of your time. Mm-hmm. You probably only work 40 hours a week, so four hours a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You will, and I'll help you do that. Hmm. Hmm. And and usually what I found is most pastors approach me, they realize that I've never been discipled, and I know this is really important to do, but I don't have a framework on how to do that. Hmm. And they're looking for somebody to sell them a program, in a sense to give them a franchise for how they could you know, instead of McDonald's, it's now Disciple Making USA. How can I get a franchise in my church to make this happen? And I say, Pastor, you know, I'm not going to sell you a franchise, but I'm going to, you know, invest in you relationally, and we're going to talk about a process. It's all about a relationship and a process, but it starts with you first. And in 90% of the cases, I do not get involved in a church unless I am personally walking with the pastor through the ways of the alongside because that's, again, I kind of built, wrote the book for navigators and church ministries as a way to, because um, what I found, particularly with pastors, that 
you know, it's like the same thing in, in medicine, uh, Dave, that you probably, you know, the number of drug rep representatives that come into your office is, is probably endless at times. Yeah. And, and they're all there to sell you something. And it's, so it is with pastors. They got a lot of people that want to sell them things. And so what I found is that if they're going to invite me into their church, there needs to be rapport and trust, which it should be. He should trust me. I'm not there to sell him something. I'm there to serve him or her. And so I want to build a rapport and a trust. And so I find that a lot of times I'll just start with a pastor and we'll walk through the alongside her together. Hmm. And I say, this is free of charge, pastor. You know, this is not a fee-based ministry that I'm doing here. I just want to help you. And let's start with you. And let's move you towards a disciple-making tithe. Then we'll talk about your church, and then we'll talk about getting other people involved. Mm. But if they don't see a model from you, uh, it's not going to take in your church. I can guarantee that. And so how are you going to model it? So I start with challenging them to take a disciple-making tithe, and and then we'll walk through the the ways they alongside her together. Mm. And so these days I'm doing it by Zoom chat. Yeah. uh, But um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I would approach it. Yeah. with a pastor and then and then we could talk about where to go from there but that's, yeah. that's my initial that's what i was going to ask what's the next step i mean you you go through this 10 week yes you know, with them and what's the next vision step that you would yes. inspire them with yes i uh well one is that the reality is it's taking longer than 10 weeks a lot of times i may not be able to we may not be able to schedule a meeting every week so maybe other every other week and i usually find that it might take a couple of times to talk through a chapter. Because, again, the goal is not to see how fast we can complete it, but it's, boy, how can we apply it? How can we make a fit to your life? So it may take a little longer in 10 weeks. But, you know, at the end of the time, and then I'll begin helping the pastor, okay, who's one or two men that you could begin discipling? And I'll help them begin doing that. And then I'll usually ask the pastor, I said, Pastor, how would you like to have a church filled with a bunch of people like this? And uh, let's talk about building a culture for disciple-making. And uh, we're not talking about a program. We're not talking about just a select few. When we talk about a culture, you're moving disciple-making from the margins to the mainstream. You're helping it become not the ministry of a few, but the ministry of the many. And so it's embedded in the DNA of your church. Because, Pastor, you may be called to another church in another year or two. We don't know that. And, uh, and so how do you build a culture of disciple-making that's not dependent upon a personality or your leadership alone to make it happen, but it's owned by many in your church? It's just kind of part of who you are as a church. And that's the next step is how do we then, and we have in the Navigator Church Ministries, we have a process to help people do that. Okay, good. They can contact you through your website, I know. That's how I yes. contacted you. And so that would be one, one contact mechanism. You've spoken to the, the busy pastor. I wondered if, if you could now speak just one-on-one with a person who really has a vision. They would like to make disciples. They would like to um, really encourage other people, but yet they feel hesitant, like the disciples doubted that they could do it possibly. I'd probably start first with asking some questions. Um, you know, have you ever, uh, you know, in, in your past experience, uh, one would, did you feel like you've ever been discipled by somebody? And what's been your past in disciple making? Have you had any experience in discipling others? And um, what's your understanding of what a disciple looks like? And when we use the word disciple making, kind of what's that mean to you? How would you describe that? 
um, what's been some barriers that stopped you from doing that? And if you've had a record in the past and you were able to do be involved in helping others grow, what, what encouraged that at that time? So I'd like to ask, uh, it's a little bit like a physician, right? You're taking a medical history right. when the patient first comes in and you're collecting information about them so you can understand their history, their background. And disciple-making, I think, is a lot like this. I, I want to understand a person's background. What's their history? Kind of what's their disciple-making history? And then we could talk about what is, one is, why do they want to make disciples now? What does that look like for them? And so, you know, we're, we're talking about helping them identify what's their desired future, kind of where's their current reality right now, and then what are some little action steps that they could do to move forward? And then I sell them my book. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> no, maybe that, two books. Yeah. 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 No, that's true. Though. I mean, that's 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 a resource, a great resource. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Thanks. But but again, I I I think it's really because see that's why, you know, it's like with patients. No no two patients are alike, and that's why that history is so critical. And I think it's the same thing with people spiritually that no two people are alike. There's a history of why somebody is not making disciples not making disciples. And it's just because nobody's ever discipled them mm-hmm. or that they think they think only professionals do it or it's too complicated for me to do, you know, or I've got to be a good teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. usually it falls into one of those three categories. Yeah. And then how do we move beyond that? And, and, and again, it's how do we take down that <laughs> picture that's hanging in somebody's mind, gallery of their mind, and how do we put up a new picture? Mm. And where they think, hey, I'm going to trust God and I'm going to move forward in little ways. And that's the other side of it is that, you know, boy, and it could start with their son or daughter. Right. You know, I've never had a meaningful spiritual conversation with my son or daughter. And maybe I could start there. Something really simple. And so it's just taking little steps, little by little, helping people move out. Thank you so much, Bill. This has been fantastic. Such an inspiration. Like I said, it's a great resource, and um, we'll have to get you down to Kansas to Wichita sometime. And uh, oh, that'd be talk. fun. So, sure. <laughs> we'll yeah, that, that'd yeah. be fun. Well, thank also, you. Also, uh, if you want to go to the Navigator Church Ministries website, you can access that through uh, thenavigators.org. Okay. But that again, on your listeners, that uh, we have people there, kind of in, uh, the Midwest, a little further Midwest, that the staff that could be available that uh, particularly in their churches, they'd want to help launch their churches. They could either contact me or go through, you know, the uh, the Navigator website. Perfect. Great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks for the privilege. Haven't these sessions with Mr. Bill Mowry been helpful and practical? I know I've learned a lot, and I'm more encouraged than ever to invest in individuals who have a heart for God and a heart for people. Perhaps these podcasts have inspired you to get involved in your own church to start a disciple-making ministry. Maybe you'd like to pass these podcasts along to your pastor or other church leader as an encouragement to them. I will include contact information for the Navigator Church Ministry as well as how to get Bill's study, Ways of the Alongsider, with the show notes. Jesus gave his disciples the Great Commission, and through them, he has given us that same mandate in Matthew 28, 18-20. As we are going through life, using our natural life situations, we are to make disciples. I hope you are encouraged and inspired through these podcasts to become more involved in making disciples. If you have any questions or need help, please don't hesitate to contact us at 
radio at kansasnavs.org, or check out our website, kansasnavs.org, for some really great resources, including recordings of prior conferences, blog posts, and other helpful information. I look forward to meeting you next time on Making Disciples Naturally. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.